back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. We want to get you thinking of your worship to God as a Christian. My name is Tim, and thanks for tuning in. Hope you're doing well on this wonderful Wednesday. Have you been meditating on that question I posed to you earlier this week? Here it is again. Are you led by your emotions, or are you led by the principle of Scripture? However you answered, I pray today's episode would encourage you on your walk with the Lord that it bolsters your faith. There is an endless supply of grace from the Lord for those who earnestly want to grow and take hold of it. Our worship to God must be grounded and unshakable. Worship ought to continue in the brightest of days and in the darkest of nights. God is unchanging, and thus the worship we offer should also be unchanging. God's word does not change with time. It does not lose its effect over the ages. It is preserved by the omnipotent sovereign over all creation. If you understand that God is the giver of truth and that God does not change, then I pray you also understand that truth does not change. We may become more familiar with God's word. We may increase in our knowledge of it, but God's word does not change. If our worship was not grounded in the truth, it would easily be tossed to and fro by the harsh winds of change and be subject to the whims of the worshiper. It can be easily warped and morphed into something unrecognizable by the silent hands of compromise. And this is not to say that having emotions is bad, but we ought to wrestle with our emotions and offer them rightly to the Lord. We should be driven by the truth and not be driven by our emotions. So Christian... Is your worship characterized by how you feel, or is it by the correct principles from the Word of God? Let us worship God because of the Word of God, and not for the sake of experiencing some spiritual high, or to quote-unquote experience religion. Let us strengthen our worship so that we are able to praise and glorify the one true God with the one life that we have. And how do we make our worship even stronger? There are a few verses that come to mind, so let's take a brief jaunt through each of them. In Colossians 1, verses 9 to 10, Paul writes that he is praying for them so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Paul exhorts them to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. This means growing in relationship with the Lord, growing in our affection for Him. And this is done through the time you spend together with Him, in reading, in prayer, in the filling of your mind with the glories of God. When those things are doing consistently well, it should overflow into your action and your life. In the rest of the verse, it says bearing fruit in every good work, which means there is an outward component in the Christian life. It also reads increasing in the knowledge of God. So there is a continual component of growing in your holiness. And these two things are joined together by the word and, meaning they go hand in hand together. Outward action and inward growth are complements to one another, and they should never never be divorced from one another. If we take a look at Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, it reads, And do not get drunk with wine, 
or that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. And what I want to emphasize here is the contrast Paul makes in the second half of the verse. Be filled with the Spirit. This is what our Christian life should be marked by, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember, Christ has not left us alone, and the Holy Spirit dwells within each Christian, and each Christian is empowered to live extraordinary lives for God. Now, I'm not talking about a charismatic experience here, but a real, tangible, understandable experience. Take hold of the promise Christ has given that the Holy Spirit indwells within us. And let me take the time here to plug a great sermon series about the Holy Spirit that our pastor, Pastor Chris, preached through here at RGC a few years ago. And that can be found on our website, so take a look when you have the chance. And getting back on track, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27, Paul writes another encouraging thing to the Corinthian church. He says, Now you are Christ's body, and individually members of it. Also, the author of Hebrew exhorts Christians to meet with one another in chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, reading, And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. As Christians, we are to be plugged into a local church body that is faithfully serving and worshiping the Lord. We aren't meant to be Christians wandering the wilderness of the world alone. No, the church has sovereignly been planted for believers to gather and to be encouraged. And in serving corporately and in worshiping corporately, your faith ought to be bolstered and strengthened. You should come away with a greater understanding of God, a deeper understanding of your sin, and a stronger desire to pursue holiness. So remember, Christian, you are a part of Christ's body. So go and practice your Christian life in the local body as well. And if you're in San Diego, let me make another plug and say, feel free to make your way to Redeemer's Grace Church. We would honestly be overjoyed to welcome you. And when we look at all these verses, it's easy to see that there is no secret ingredient to increasing in our worship. There is no hidden cheat code, no quick and easy formula. To increase in our worship, we need to increase in our personal holiness and to consistently walk with the Lord. To increase in our worship, we need to take hold of the hope and grace offered to us through the word. To increase in our worship, we need to live corporately, plugged into a solid local church to practice Christian living and encourage one another to do the same. There aren't any shortcuts or gimmicks. The Christian life is a steady race and a consistent pursuit. It is something that we all can accomplish. And even better, when it's difficult to continue to pick yourself up, surround yourself with the local church and let them recharge your worship and your walk with the Lord. I pray that today you are thinking about the kind of worship you offer to the Lord, that these words have compelled you to honestly assess yourself. Dwell on this today, Christian. Are you walking with the Lord in truth? Is your worship characterized by the word of God? Find another brother or sister to talk about the kind of worship you lift up to God. See how you can encourage one another to run the race while being grounded in the truth of God. 
and ask them what they are learning from the Word of God, I pray that the prospect of fellowship excites your soul. Thank you for tuning in to Recharge Radio today. I pray that you are encouraged and that you think about your worship to God. As always, if you have questions or comments, send them our way at rechargeradio at rgcsd.com. This is Tim, signing off until next time.